For the next month, the show is doing an audience survey so we can learn more about you and make the podcast even better. It's a short three-minute survey that's open to patrons and non-patrons alike. So if you want to check it out, you can visit theshowsamandjoe.com slash survey. You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 144 for May 18th, 2017. This week, it's our three-year anniversary. We talk about having knives as fingers, getting pedicures, anal desensitizing lube, Golden Girls Clue, and our Drag Race update. So stick around for the the show. One, two, three, clap. (gasps) Yay! Happy oh my God. anniversary! Three years to us. Okay, so okay, I'm trying to remember. Did we do something special for our two year last year? I think I vaguely remember me like like going through the archive and getting our first episode and like putting it somewhere in. I think we did that, and then I think I did these like horrible call-ins of like Barbara and Amelie and. Oh yeah, oh. it was awful. It was Ooh. shitty. Yeah, it was horrible. God, we've learned, awful. and by we've learned, bad. we mean that we just aren't going to put effort in, into it this year because <laughs> I mean, well, here's 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 the here's the tea. Here's the gossip. Joe put it on his calendar because he's a responsible human being, and I totally forgot. Joe told me last week, he's like, oh, like next week's our, our three year anniversary. Are we going to do something special? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, I don't know. And then I, of course, I forgot about it again until he literally tweeted about 45 minutes ago. So I'm really on the ball. Um, I'm a great producer for podcasts. I'm really on top of it. So please hire me. Uh, but yeah, three well, years. It's not like, well, I guess three years is a big deal for like a podcast. But mm-hmm. then again, it's like. I don't know. I don't. I almost don't want to do anything special. We right? did. We did talk beforehand. We're gonna do some like would you rather's at the end of this from you guys. I t- I tweeted for you guys to send me a bunch, which was like sort of what we started with. So yeah, that's sort of a throwback. And then uh, we were gonna uh, just briefly discuss where we were when this podcast started. Yes, just like take yourself back three years ago. A trip down memory lane. I was. Suicidal. <laughs> can I laugh at that? Even That's though I know joke. it's true. Yeah, 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 you can laugh at it. You Ooh. can laugh at it. Ooh. <laughs> I, it. Like I think right after we started, I went to San Francisco. Yeah, and then I was recording on like the bathroom floor of like that shitty Airbnb I was staying in. You were doing it. Was that the one? Did someone? Did someone pee in a in a? Or did you have to pee in a sink? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's honey. the one. In, Never forget. I peed in that sink. Yeah, hell yeah. Joe has marked his sink. territory in San Francisco, peed all in that ladies sink. and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Yep, somewhere in San Francisco. There's mm-hmm. a pee stained Joe sink. Oh, my God. I'd be surprised if that house hasn't fallen the fuck down. It was disgusting. I'm sure it probably got demolished and then Amazon or Google put something there. <laughs> probably so. Right? Like, you know, or like, you know, but a, like, I don't know. I don't know. Compared to three years ago, like, I would say my life is a bajillion times better. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Where were you? What were you doing? What I was doing. When did you know? When when did did you find out? So I I think I knew when I was six that I was gay. But um, (laughs) no, I, I wanted to make an announcement in this podcast that after three years, I wanted to say that I am coming out as gay. So if you uh-huh. guys, so it, it is hashtag official. So moving so. on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a nobody's surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 
<laughs> um, three God. years ago, I it's it's I don't know. I every time I think Boston. about the podcast, yeah, every time I think about the podcast, I'm like, I has it really been three years? Because like it doesn't seem like it's been three Mm-mm. years to me. Um, but I was living in Boston because I went to Berkeley College of Music for like a year and a half, two years, and I was like, this isn't working out. It's super expensive. I'm not happy here. I just gotten broken up with with the my New York boyfriend. I was like traveling to New York and blah 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 and it just wasn't working out um and I was like just just d- depressed and not really not knowing what I was doing and just not in the mind space that I wanted to be so I was in the process of like figuring out I was gonna move back during the summer to to Montana because I had some grandparents that were having health problems and then they bit the dust they hit kicked the bucket um and yeah it just kind of it was it was in the middle of a whirlwind for me and I think the podcast was really nice to do because it gave me something that kind of grounded me, you know, when I was like visiting, you know, sickly grandparents or like, you know, getting ready for a funeral or, you know, all that kind of morbid shit. I always had this thing that I knew that I had to do when I was doing and it kind of grounded me and it took my head out of that headspace of all the drama and stuff that was going around in my life. Um, and I can't I can't even believe that was three years ago. And now I'm I'm still in Montana. I'm in Missoula. I'm I'm you know, you guys are it's, it's kind of my job doing the podcast. I'm like applying for other podcasting positions and I have like a an internship I'm going to apply for in L.A. that involves podcasting and audio editing. And it's like, oh, my God, like I didn't know that I kind of wanted to do this more of, as like a career thing. But here I am. I'm putting myself out there, but I'm in a way better place now than I was three years ago. And, and yeah. God knows you are like you are a completely oh, different yeah. person now it's like you for sure jumped out I of a like... depression cocoon and now you're a beautiful <laughs> chicago northeast butterfly i feel like this podcast has been like a journey of like antidepressants because i remember like there were some there were most weeks when the podcast was like the only fun i had oh like, really it was like I love doing it because, it all, like, you know, talking to people, talking in general with somebody cheers you up, you mm-hmm. know, like totally. talking with a friend. And so it was like, I don't know, it was it was like sometimes the only like fun thing to look forward to. Oh, but thank now, you. you know, like, I'm so I'm so sorry that your standards were so low <laughs> that I was your only fun for the week. Well, like, luckily, you know, now I have a lot of other, you know, happy. Yeah, luckily, things. you know, you just put me on the back burner. You have, like, you know, yeah, like, a boyfriend yeah, and, like, like, you know, whatever. things. It's crazy. Like, your life is just so much better now. It's just great. It's just, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Just, like, but incredible. we want to say thank you guys so much for sticking around for three years. And for the people who have just come in, you know, mm-hmm. thank you guys, too. And we hope to do this for a bajillion years. Oh my god! I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I, do this as a ghost. I'm officially um, putting in my resignation after three years. I think I'm done. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. If you were to describe the podcast with like a phrase, just like on the whole, pun intended, how would you describe the podcast? Oh, I've got a phrase. Oh, really? The call of the void. Ooh, that's a good one. So I just read on Reddit. So I've been trying to look up the, the like what this would be called because I have this too, which is apparently it is the um wait, let me I'll just read it. It's a French phrase. They have the French version, I'm not gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Um used to refer to intrusive thoughts or the urge to engage in destructive behavior during <laughs> everyday life. Examples include thinking about swerving into the opposite lane while driving or feeling the urge to jump off a cliff while standing on it. But you know you'll never do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we I, reference those things multiple times during yeah, every podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's very, that's very um, it's apt. Good. Yeah, like this, this podcast is my like, you know, pull the trigger piglet. Mm-hmm. Moment, yeah, you know. every 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 week, that one uh-huh. hour of the pull of pull, I, your, pull the trigger. Yeah, 
I pull the trigger every week. Every fucking week. You press that do record button. you have a button. phrase for this shit show? I, I do. I think um, the show with Sam and Joe, the cockroaches of the podcast world, because we'll never fucking die. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of podcasts I have... Feel like I feel like I've seen come and go in the yeah. course of this. Podcast. Same, same though. Like, like YouTubers podcasts mm-hmm. that you know they just wanted to make some money real quick, or mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't know because like I, I I I definitely see the podcasting world because I see there are a lot of YouTubers that go and get into podcasting. Um, but I, I, and I, I feel like it's a good venture to get into. I mean, like, obviously you're doing a podcast, but like, you're, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's different. The reason why I enjoy podcasts is because I grew up listening to a bunch of like tech podcasts. Um, if you are familiar with CNET, like, but the buzz out loud days, um, is a, is a tech podcast from CNET back in the day. I still listen to twit. There was, um, Oh God, I can't remember one. It was, uh, it was like gadgets with Molly Wood and a bunch of other stuff. I was, I was always listening to podcasts. I never thought that I would be producing podcasts, even though that I knew that I was into audio and music. I never thought that it would be something that I wanted to do. Um, but like, I'm glad that other people are, you know, I feel like slowly throughout the years, podcasting is becoming more and more mainstream and there's more jobs involving podcasting, which I'm thankful for because I kind of, I don't know, I, at this point in my life, I would love to do this more as a career, um, and do like more stuff that I do with you. Um, it's just, I don't know. I love it. I, I, I love podcasting. I think that, um, starting the show three years ago was one of the best things that ever happened to me. So thanks for wow. convincing me. Yeah, I guess. I guess, you know, like I can, you know, I changed your life. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's whatever, you know. As I spit out water onto my microphone. (laughs) Joe just like is such a life changer. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Blah, blah, blah. Three years. We're not leaving anytime soon. Get on with Um, it. Three years and I'm still doing. I'm learning every day. I had a week of new things three years transition. and you're still 24 it's crazy I'm still 24 three it's years incredible. later wait how old was i when this started i was probably twice 24 no. 24 maybe i don't know we're not I gonna talk know. about it whatever age, um, age is age is a myth age is just a i number. got my so i went to my first baseball game ever i saw i saw pictures and i thought someone week. hacked your account on twitter <laughs> no i actually really enjoyed it so what? me and the fella went to the nationals philly game uh, in DC mm-hmm. and uh, like for the, f- I liked it for about six innings and then I was okay. like, okay, like I've had enough. I've eaten all my food. You know, we got a mm-hmm. funnel cake. Did someone make a like, goal? Okay. Did someone get a touchdown? Like someone did, they got a home run. I got to see a home run and oh the national one, which I was excited about. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, I was excited cause everyone else was excited. It's that mob mentality. I got a free bobblehead. <gasps> Ooh, of what? Trey Turner, he's apparently a big deal on the team. Uh, whatever. They Why wasn't it like Brittany us? or Christina? Well, when it said Trey Turner, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was Tina Turner at first. Oh. And I was like, yes, queen, give me that Tina Turner bobblehead. It was mm. not Tina Turner. Well, that's um, disappointing. I'd, I'd asked for a refund, even though it was free. <laughs> I know, right? I bet I could mm. sell it. It's like really fucking good quality. And I'm like, how is this free? Oh my God. Um, but then I also got my first ever pedicure. Oh my God. I, okay. That is one of the things that I've wanted to do, but I haven't because A, I don't think I have anyone that would want to like go with me and B, my feet are like uh, weirdly ticklish and I feel like I'd legitimately kick the pedicurist in the face accidentally. Okay. So 
I'll give you the rundown because I think okay. my feet are pretty ticklish and it didn't bother me at all. Oh, okay. That's um, that's really good to hear because it kind of yeah. gives me, you know, a little yeah. hope. My fella gets them like like I guess he gets them decently often. He goes to the same place and they know him there. And so mm-hmm. uh, he introduced me to his pedicurist. Like oh we are on that level suddenly. I know. It was like really interesting. It was really a big step. Wow. Uh, but uh, and I, they, when they say complimented my feet. My feet do look really pretty. I'll just say, put it out there. They're it just very looks soft. like it looks like one of those um, biology skeleton feet with just like <laughs> it wrapped in latex. That's what your feet look basically, like. Basically, basically mm-hmm. slap Beautiful. a latex glove over one of those skeletons. That's what and you, you got Joe's feet. God damn it. You got my feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they, they clip your toenails. They, you soak them in like this water. And then, uh, since mine, mine didn't need any really like scraping, like, mm-hmm. you know, like if your feet are like calloused on the bottom or hard. Mm-hmm. So they gave me like a foot massage, like with this, like really nice lo- lotion or whatever. Ooh. And it wasn't ticklish. Like it was like a lower leg, like your calves get massaged too. It was really nice. Oh shit. Um, and then I got my toenails painted clear. <gasps> Oh, I bet they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then they just like walk you over to this side of the room where there's like this thing you stick your feet under and it like air dries your feet for you. It like shines UV light on them or whatever. I don't oh know. Oh my God. Something dangerous. But the biggest issue for me was you have to roll up your pants to your knees. <gasps> oh, and, and you wear skinny jeans. Yeah. Like I didn't know that I was going to get a pedicure when I went to DC this time. And this so was all when my so fellow sudden. was like, right, he just sprung it on me. He was like, do you want to get a pedicure? And I was like, I need four weeks notice. Yeah. Like I need like this written in advance. Four I need weeks. to like talk to my team about it. Right. Yeah. Like I need to get all my Furbies around. We need to discuss it. Yeah, exactly. Um, to get the council together. <laughs> So I literally, while I was there, I went shopping like for track pants. I was like, because I tried to roll up my skinny jeans and they would not roll up. Yeah, I like, doubt. Like I cannot get them past my ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could not find any track pants that fit me. So what I finally did, I just by chance, I had packed this like especially elasticy pair of like they weren't jeans; they were like black skinnies. Okay. And so by luck, I had one. I couldn't get them over my knee, but I could just get them to like the bottom of my knee. So. Okay. And it was good it enough. It worked out. Right. I didn't get any knee action. Ooh. You know, because mm. of that. But mm. it's fine. It was fine. It was fine. Gotcha. But I totally recommend it. Like it was just, it was just very relaxing. That sounds really nice, actually. I don't know. I'm just yeah. like, I have this like aversion to people touching my feet. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a foot person, and I don't like other people touching my feet. I just. I'm I not I, either. Which I, I think, think my you feet have are... to be a foot person to get a pedicure. You know. Well, yeah, I know, but I, I I've talked about in the past how I have. I don't really have a foot fetish, and I think it's kind of weird. And but also like my feet, like I don't. I don't want. I don't want other people touching my feet either. It's like this aversion to feet I have in both directions. I don't think my feet are especially ugly. I think I don't know. And like they're just feet. I I should do it because I know that I probably would really enjoy it. And I'm sure that it's like less ticklish when they're using like lotion because there's like less friction or something on your feet. Yeah, I didn't uh. think at any moment in time that it was ticklish like mm-hmm. at all because it was like massagey. So it was like you know like pushing and it was, so there was so like good. pressure. Yeah, and then it was like it rubbing. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like you know fingernail tickling. Yeah. Yeah, so I recommend it to anybody. Well, I might have to go through with that. Get a massage, get a pedicure. Oh, my God, and the chairs. Have you ever sat in one of those, like, mani-pedi chairs? I think I have. Okay, I've I've sat in ones that you can, like, 
buy for nine hundred dollars at Bed Bath and Beyond like once, but not they like have an the, actual like, controllers. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was so nice because I didn't know what to do with it, and, mm-hmm. and my fellow was like, "You use the controller, you know." Like, Where's dude. the Bluetooth? Is there Wi-Fi on this chair? <laughs> and so I did it, and it felt like uh, it felt like three babies punching my back. Oh, no, like, or like three like people throwing babies at your back. Three people throwing baby heads, baby skulls at my back. Mm. It's the most relaxing thing in the world. Oh, nothing more relaxing than that. Nothing like it. Nothing like tossing some baby skulls at your back. God bless I had America. to stop that after a minute because I think I was getting bruised because I'm, <laughs> I'm frail. <laughs> if anyone would get bruised by a massage chair, it would be you. It was it was kind of shaking my my bones apart. You yeah, know? It was, you just you know I dislocating your you know mm-hmm. your L four and your yeah, spine was, or whatever. Was, uh, yeah, it, but it was the rest of it was good. Oh my you god, that sounds like a wonderful to, thing. Uh, Helena, this past week, did you? Uh, yeah, did you yeah, not? it was. It was I so need your exciting. It was your so exciting. Uh, so I grew up in Helena, Montana, which is oh no, please don't go that far back. Here please. we here we go. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my parents were actually on a vacation. They were in Belize, which is like at the southern tip of Mexico. It's like technically in Central America. Apparently, How long have they had this trip planned. They've had this trip planned for like a like a month, I think. Holy shit, that's um, not long. I know, right? I think. Well, I it was my my aunt's uh, husband. He like has a business partner that like owns a place down in Belize. So it kind of like it was like they're going to Belize, and they invited my parents. And they were like, okay, we'll go to Belize. Um, and so Where they were going. Is Belize? It's it's like uh, let, let's Google Map it. It's like this tiny little place. Is that, does anyone from the podcast live in Belize? Because I would. Oh love my god, to. that would be cool. Let's go to Belize. I'm going to http colon slash slash maps to check where Belize is because we have internet access. Oh, see, I thought it was like so. It isn't. I, I guess Central America is not technically a place. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's it's, where it's, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Like it's at, at the tip of Mexico. Guatemala, it's like, yeah, between that. Um, sure. It was, they said it was beautiful, um, but they were there for a week, and they didn't have so the the of course their uh, flight path. They flew out of the place where they lived, which was Helena, and then they, um, in order to get the flight the cheapest, they flew into somewhere else when they were coming back. So um, the place that they were flowing into was uh, flying into was Bozeman, which is an hour and a half away from them. And they were like, "We don't have a car there. Like, we don't know anyone that lives there anymore. Like, we need someone to pick us up." And they were like, ring-a-ding-ding, let's call our son that doesn't do anything and pressure let's him to come and pick us up. call our son that we gave birth to and raised that, and fed and clothed for 18 plus okay, years. Okay, with the guilt trip mom. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know, pick us up once in his life, you know. I mean, literally, I had nothing better to do. And so I was like, sure. Like, there was no, there was no pull right, in my leg right, or anything. I, I was like, I'll just fucking do it. Um, the problem is that, like, I live in Missoula, which is in, in western Montana, and Bozeman, from me, is like five hours oh a five hour drive so it's like it's a drive so what i did instead is i um helena's kind of the halfway point so i drove to helena and i stayed at my parents place and kind of house sit for them i got myself a haircut which was nice Mm. because i was really like scraggly and gross and now i have like a lesbian hitler youth haircut which is like all the rage these days Uh, but i actually really like it it's it's you know summer's coming up it's going to get warm even though it's snowed here this morning and it's like I don't know what month it is regardless I was hanging out in Helena because I had nothing better to do I was waiting for my parents to come in um the problem is that I could only get my hair cut on Saturday 
because my hairdresser there doesn't work Sunday, Monday. And my parents were getting in Monday night, Tuesday morning, like at midnight Monday. Um, And so I had nothing to do for like all of Saturday, all of Sunday, all of Monday. So I was like trapped in my parents' house for like three days doing nothing. Even though I had my laptop and everything, I was just like, I can't play Overwatch. Like no one's around. I don't have any friends here anymore. So I just ended up like eating and watching Harry Potter. And then it just kind of flew by. But You know, I I gotta say how awful it must be to be trapped in a house with the hot tub i know right and it was really the worst like <laughs> I, I felt like a yard i felt like that i was living in a third world country and i feel traumatized i'm gonna have to talk to my therapist about it that's you know ac- you know i can see that that's accurate mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. but they had a wonderful time i picked them up um and i i brought them home they were very grateful and um because i think was mother's day on sunday last sunday or last yes. saturday sunday oh, regardless they were gone my mom and dad were gone um in in belize and so i got her some flowers and some chocolates and i had them in the car with me when i picked them up and she was very surprised so Aww, i am officially such a good son i know i'm a, i'm officially according to my mother i am officially um their favorite child Currently, I can. I will never get there in my family. Mm. I mean, your there. parents have two gay children, so I, it's I like think... picking the shiniest turd in the toilet out of mm-hmm. that situation. You know, you know, you just can't love a gay kid the way you love a straight kid. Exactly. Because uh, well, well, it's different because gay. It's not like you're born gay. They just did something wrong, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. No, well, I mean, I did something wrong. Obviously, yeah, it's your you know? fault. It's a yeah, poor mm-hmm. choice. God, on my God part. made you wrong. Somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, no. So my my weekend was not nearly as exciting as going to a baseball game with my beau, but and getting a fucking pedicure. And I, I went to a concert and an improv show. What? You're like yeah, socializing you ever, in the real world. It's do crazy. you know I'm a perfume genius? I know. So per, isn't perfume genius like a queer like recording yeah. artist or something? Yeah, and his like boyfriend. I don't know, husband. I don't, I literally don't know anything about Perfume Genius. My fella Mm -hmm. loves him. And so we both got tickets and it was really good. Like really good. It was, it's like electro experimentally, like, you know, in one song he was howling a lot, Mm. but it was like a good good howling. It was good howling. It wasn't like, you know, bad howling. The and, only thing um, I know about Perfume Genius is that it pops up every time I want to listen to Perfume on Google Play Music. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's well, the only I thing I know. I checking really? some of it out. Yeah, it's very like, um, I would say it's it's similar-ish to like Radiohead in the sense that like it's, you know, it's sort of like mellowy music sometimes. Gotcha. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, like, I don't know how to describe that because it's not really a genre I'd necessarily seek out. Mm-hmm. Aside from the like electro aspects of it, gotcha. Um, but it was good, and he was he was a really great performer. Um, I'll have to check it out. It sounds great. Yeah, it's really good. Very interesting concert. And you went to an improv show. Went to an improv show. That's like the third one I've gone to, and I've like this year. Like I had never been to an improv show before, but mm-hmm. they're really. They're very interesting to go to. They're like, re- they're really something. Because okay, some of them are really good. Like there was one group called I think they're called UGG, like U G H or something. And I think it was it was all gay guys, and they were hilarious, like nice. fucking hilarious. Um, but you know, like I, maybe they perform sometimes and they're not good. I don't know because you know you don't go on to stage with 
a set of material, you know. Exactly. They, that's improv. They do the they all the ones I've gone to has been the like they ask for a word or phrase at the beginning. That gotcha. would scare the shit out of me. Oh my god, I would shit my pants on stage and run away. Yeah. Like like watching them, sometimes I'm like, oh, I have really good ideas for them. But then mm-hmm. like I think if I were actually up there in front of people, those ideas wouldn't come into my head. Yeah, exactly. Oh god. Have you ever seen any improv? Um, I saw Im- I saw like one improv show. It was like a student improv show when I was living in Boston. And I know there's a couple like improv groups that are associated with the university over here in Missoula. But mm-hmm. I haven't like gone to like a big improv show with like a like a legitimate improv group in like a big city. It's something I'd like to do, like go see a good improv group because I, I heard there's nothing like it. And it can be really, really funny um, if there's like really great talent on stage. Yeah, but, I, I feel know. like even when they are sort of bombing there, mm-hmm. there are some good like still some good parts and good moments and stuff. That's like good. That, that sounds yeah. like a good improv group if they can yeah. like manage that. Yeah. You should oh go God. if you have the chance. I, I I put it on my list of things to do that. I'll go to a pedicure. I'll go to an improv show. I'll just like completely redo your entire weekend. <laughs> Only it'll be me and like a cat. I'm just like great. testing these things out for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We, we have to, you know, test it out for me. So in case Something... I'm you know, going to like it or not. Something else I'm testing out that I need Ooh. I need to talk to you about. <gasps> oh my god, this sounds important. I am doing some some self tests with it. It is called anal desensitizing lube. What? It has lidocaine in it. Oh. Like anywhere from I think two to three point five percent. And so it I don't know it doesn't numb the area, but it it semi numbs it. Interesting. So that you are, you know, so you, it doesn't hurt as much. Oh. Um, and because, okay, every bottom I've talked to who's not a porn star mm-hmm. has, has a, they know this exact situation. You want to get rammed, but you, can't, <laughs> you, but you can't because it's that on that particular day, your asshole's not having it. Yeah. It's not having it for some one reason or another. And you're like, God damn it. I wish I could just not feel a thing down there interesting okay because you know like you don't really have any feeling once you get past the outside yeah like the 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 feelings where the sphincter is right right and then of course like it feels good when it rubs against your prostate but it's not necessarily otherwise just kind of like oh exactly exactly (laughs) um so like it's getting across that threshold okay that I would like to, you know, because you just want it sometimes. And exactly. Just... Well, I, I've, I've heard of, of desensitizing anal lube before. I've never tried it because, like, I've never had sex. Are you kidding me? Sure. Um, but what sure. I've heard is that it's 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 recommended to people who are experienced or who are who have experienced and are more experts in anal play because um, if something is like hurting down there and you're like a beginner, like you should stop, right? Like you should like readjust right. and That's figure out what's happening too. Because yeah. it's like pain is your body telling you, you know, something's wrong, something's mm-hmm. going awry. So like, but but you know, sometimes it just. It's your body like clenching that is doing that. That is reason why it's hurting. Exactly. So, you know, if you can like alleviate It sounds like more of an pain. expert lube to use. Right. Well, at, there are a lot of reviews on Amazon for this mm-hmm. particular one I bought. And they were like, you know, f- by, they were like, my wife 
<laughs> my wife what straight people do anal now <laughs> what <laughs> i know they're taking everything that's good from us they can oh, take God. Katy perry please take Katy perry Ka- away take her us. the fuck she's coming out with a new take album trust away. me i'm gonna have a review i want to talk about it okay um but they were they were like oh my wife had never done anal before and they could slide it right in and it Ooh. was like yeah so that's not the intended purpose allegedly it you know i've read some reviews of some first timer situations Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I would recommend it for, you know, because you like to be able to f- sort of feel what's going on down there. Sometimes you don't use it like I could and you still don't know what the hell's going on down there. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just yeah. you can't keep track of everything. Yeah. It's just that I, I feel like that with that type of, of desensitizing lube, it could um, damage more uh, anal noobs. Sure. If they don't if they don't know their body and they don't know what's happening. Um mm-hmm. But if for someone who's who's an experienced bottom, which is on your resume, I assure you, I feel like that's that's great. If it works, it works, honey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. What kind of yeah. is it? Is it a is it a water based lube? Is it a silicone based lube? Do you know what kind it is? I don't know. Actually, I really have no idea. Um, mm. It's but it, the, it's very luby, though. It is. It does. It, feel it very is a lubricant. Good. Wow. It is okay. a little lubricant. OK. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be doing some product testing. OK. You know, keep us posted. Give us a full review. Alone in my apartment. What uh, are you gonna do? Like just like stick an entire. I'm Hulk. just gonna get the biggest cucumber I can find and oh my just God. pop it. I've, just go to go to town. I have tested it already. Like it was waiting for me here. I'd ordered it when I was in DC, so I w- mm-hmm. it would be waiting for me here. And it it I can say it works, but I need to test at the level of which it works still. Yeah. Like how much, how much does it work? And of of course I can't do any real life testing until I'll be back in DC and then. Very true. And I will get some. You're in a monogamous relationship. No, I'm just like very. With humans, but with dildos, it is free range, honey. Sure, yeah. Well, keep us posted. I'm actually, I'm very curious because I've never, I mean, obviously I I have tried different types of lube before, but I haven't tried anything that's at that caliber of expertise where it's it's desensitizing. I thought I'd mention it because occasionally Sam and I do get questions about bottoming or about sex in general. So I never, you know, we'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you keep you updated. updated. I'll keep you updated on my rice cooker, and Joe will always keep you updated (laughs) on his rice cooker. Oh, honey! Oh, honey! Oh, God! Calling it a rice cooker just sounds (laughs) wrong. Well, you, do, I'm you gonna just set you just mine pour the steam function. You, oh, honey, yeah, you just pour pour a cup of rice in there, and then you just it comes out perfectly cooked every time. Perfect and fluffy. I'll keep it warm. Mm. Oh, I want to throw up. God. Speaking of wanting to throw up, what do you think Let's of this about... week of RuPaul's Drag Race? Speaking of want to throw wanting to throw up, at least for Alexis. <laughs> Oh my god. I, I I feel like this happened such a long time ago. Like I don't even have much to say about this episode. Um it just a pheromone did like horrible. Like the roast was not the best. Who like, won? Uh was it Trinity or was it Peppermint? No, uh, no it was not peppermint. it was peppermint. Trinity it bombed. Was, yeah, Trinity bombed. See, that's Trinity how much bombed. I don't even I just didn't I didn't care. Whatever. Oh yeah, Peppermint had a really good week and I'm glad she finally got a win. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I like Shay was good. I thought Valentina was awful. I'm yeah, Valentina honest. wasn't very like, good. She got 
whatever. She, she, Who she was in the bottom? Was, so it was it was Alexis and Pheromone in the bottom, right? Right. And, you know, it was time for Pheromone to go home. Mm-hmm. It was time to I, go, honey. Her, her like, whining to me was, like, novel at the beginning. But now mm-hmm. it, the novelty had worn off. And I was. Oh, yeah. It wore off in episode two. 100% fucking over it. Yeah. 100%. Well, bye. Bye, girl. I mean, I don't know. Like, the the roast is just kind of like, okay, you have to, you know, make up jokes and, and you know, roast the audience or whatever. It was interesting to me that Peppermint said that she really hadn't roasted people before. And there's um, there's queens in the New York community because Peppermint's been around for a long, long, long time. Um, there's queens in the New York community that, like, say that Peppermint is like a fucking angel and a sweetheart, sweetheart and wouldn't say a mean word about anyone. And so I think that that kind of reputation... Um, made herself assume um, that she that she couldn't roast, that she couldn't you know pack the punches, and she definitely did a way better job than anyone else, um, especially for someone who doesn't have the reputation of being a comedy queen or like a roaster like Bianca Del Rio or Bob the Drag Queen. Um, so I'm proud of her. Like I I I think I've said this about Peppermint before. Is I really love her personality. I I think that her looks are pretty good. Um, but she's just she's been very mediocre in the competition. Like this is her first win. And what episode is this? Like eight, nine? Like yeah. we're getting close to the end here. Um, she's kind of been um just kinda I don't like just trolling at the bottom of the competition. Like she just hasn't maybe she hasn't been in the bottom. That's not the best way to describe it. Well she, she just, has. She had to lip sync for her life. Oh, that's right. I mean, I, I don't know. She just she hasn't she right. hasn't she wowed just, me. She just yeah, she's just, she eh. does okay. Yeah, she's she's doing all right. You know, mm-hmm. she's been safe. She's been major- in the majority. She's been pretty safe in her actions and how she's been doing in the competition. So I'm glad she got a win. I felt like it was totally well deserved. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what to think. I got so fucking annoyed at Alexis, like oh, getting yeah. upset about being red. Yeah, I was like, like it was what? so annoying. She just came off as so fucking annoying, mm-hmm. and I don't think anybody should have had to apologize to her. Right? Like I thought the apology, and she, the way she brought it up too, like she fished for her apologies. Oh, like totally. when they were all putting their makeup on, she was like, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for saying this to you, like trying to get an apology out of them. And mm-hmm. I was like, just shut up. It was like just it, like it was like she was trying to force a touching moment and it was not yeah. happening. I the every week she annoys me more and more. Yeah. And if she doesn't go home next week, I'm not gonna be able to stand it. Well like, who's left? Let me so check annoying. the Wikipedia page. Well, here's here's the thing. Like I was excited for these queens at the beginning, but this is um as someone who's seen every season of RuPaul's Drag Race, I can comfortably say this is one of the one of my least favorite and um one of the I feel like it has it's the most lackluster season. One one, if not the most lackluster season of drag race that I've seen. And I think it's just the group of right. girls. Like it's just like Cause and I I don't know season eight was a great season but it was a horrible season for you to come in on because it was one of the best seasons they ever did. It's like everything's mm-hmm. kind of downhill from there, but this is really downhill even for someone that's been with the series forever. I don't know. Let me let me check. Yeah, I still around. don't have a favorite. I still don't like. I think I just have to consistently root for Shay. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what and... I'm doing. I'm rooting for Shay. I like Pepperin, but I don't know if she'll win. I feel like that Shay is you know. Shay's the one to beat, right? Yeah, I think so. I think Shay is definitely the one to beat at this point. So we have Alexis Michelle, Nina Bonita Brown, um, Peppermint, Sasha Valor, Shay Coulee, Trinity Taylor, and Valentina are still there. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven left in the competition. Um, 
I think Nina needs to go home. I think Alexis needs to go home. Mm-hmm. I think those two need to go home next. I don't know. It's, like, it's get some, rid of them. I, Nina I, is so annoying. I loved Nina's looks, but something it's I'm like sick of her them. personality and the the like conspiracy theory kind of mind game she plays on herself is like oh. sad. And untucked this week when oh, yeah. all that shit was going down with her and Shay. Yeah. I was like, Nina, shut yeah, up. Yeah, Nina's making Just up shit. Up. She's like trying to like be a victim. And it's I, I feel like it's an internal thing. I feel like that she's like she's it's her inner saboteur, as RuPaul would say. It's mm-hmm. like she's making life in the competition worse for her just like in her mind like she's 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 making she's just stressing herself out for no reason she's making up yeah. shit in her mind and like I, I felt like it was good for Shay to call her out on it because I mean at least from what we've seen from the footage um Shay never said anything like that and it doesn't sound like I mean knowing Shay just from the competition she doesn't sound like a girl that would you know come for Nina in that sort of way even as a joke um, and Nina's just kind of like, I don't know, digging for reasons to be at ends with the girls in the competition. And I'm just like, why? Like, what are you doing? Like, stop playing mind games with yourself and start like, you know, getting your head in the competition. But I mean, you know, it's fucking what episode is it? Like a nine, eight. I don't remember. Ugh. And she's not in it. So I'm ready for Nina to go home. Yeah, I'm ready. I want to, I kind of, I really want Alexis to be next. Though. Yeah. She just, she's everything really about annoying. her bothers me. Yeah. She's so annoying. She just, so she's annoying. abrasive and she just, she causes a lot of drama and she's, I don't know. She, the thing that really, like, I I already thought she was boring as fuck. Right, But yeah. then, like, her making a huge-ass deal out of the reading challenge, like, someone right. hurt her fucking feelings, I was like, It's like, it's yeah, a reading challenge. Yeah, like, go home. Just fucking leave. Like, that's like Michelle Visage being, you know, angry at all of the jokes about her having a dick or, like, you know, sucking dick under the Jersey Parkway or Pipeway or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, imagine if Michelle, like, it just, like, no. Like, because you know it's the time and place for the jokes. Like, it was a fucking reading challenge, Alexis. What do you do? Like, I, why are you trying to make this a thing of, of girls coming for you at a personal level when it was a fucking reading challenge? I don't know. I feel like it was... It was her trying to gather sympathy points. I feel like it's just it was just a play to gather sympathy points, and it completely backfired. Like, no, like, what are you doing? It was a reading challenge. I'm, yeah. Ugh. It's well. Ugh. I guess we'll see what happens next week. I'm over them. Who do you I just... do you have a, a projected? I'm not going to say the, the top three you want because I don't know. I just want Shay to win and then just end the season. To be honest, I'm kind of with you. Um, mm, but do you have a projected top, top three? three? I guess it'd be Shay, uh, Peppermint. I think Peppermint will pull some stuff out of the bag. Yeah. And then I think Trinity. Okay. Yeah. Um, Trinity's been up and down for me. Like, yeah. I, I hate her personality. I think she's awful. But yeah, exactly. she does good. She does some good things. Exactly. Yeah. She she she's so. does some really great things in the competition. And, you know, it's it's good that you can't deny that. I think that I'm going to agree with you on Shay. I think Peppermint's going to be fourth. I don't think Peppermint's going to make it to the top three. I think it's going to be Shay, Trinity Taylor, and, and I'm going to say Sasha Valor. 
I don't think Valentina's going to make it. I don't think Alexis is going to make it. I can see Sasha making it, yeah. I don't see Nina Bonita Brown Sasha's making it. Sasha's so forgettable to me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely like see that. she's okay, too. She's, like, beside Peppermint for me. Yeah. Like, with being she's, okay. She, well, she's she's quiet, and, you know, she's not... Yeah. It's, she's not making the cameras go on her, you know, she, which makes her yeah. forgettable. It's totally, totally reasonable. But... Mm. Only time will tell. We'll be watching. If y'all want to we'll watch RuPaul's Drag Race, it's on uh, VH1 and Logo, but VH1 because no one has a Logo. Um, at like <laughs> six o'clock, five. O'clock, I don't know. Check your local listings. Check your know. local listings. <laughs> As they what say, are we, what are we the fucking TV guy? Yeah, Jesus. Get a job. Yeah, get a fucking Just job. Get, get out of my house. <laughs> Start paying rent. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, are you ready for some favorite things? I'm so ready for some favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. Uh, uh, oh, my favorite oh my thing God. is... Even three uh, years later, oh. I still still sound like an angel. Voice of an angel. Even three years later, I still haven't had the um, energy to actually auto-tune your voice to sound good during that... <laughs> During every podcast. What? I have never auto-tuned my voice. Never. Joe's raw never. vocals. I'm natural, raw vocals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put me on stage. The new Christina Aguilera. Literally. Broadway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see my name in lights. <sighs> see your name in neon lights. Next right? Liza. Yeah. Your, Current your Liza. name's going to be on a neon sign behind the Denny's next to the dumpster. Ooh, Denny's. I made it. That's how you know. Exactly. Anyways, so Joe, <laughs> what is yeah. your favorite thing for this week? So mine's a show this week. What? Uh, it is on Netflix. Ooh. So it's accessible to most people. Mm-hmm. It is called, it's, I think it was, it ran from like 2008 and there were like five seasons, but uh, it's called Damages. Ooh, okay. It's a law show. It's got Glenn Close. It's got Rose Byrne. Ooh. And my fella has been telling me about it. Is he, him and his friends have watched it. So he's seen it all. And you know, he'll he'll say these references to it or sing part of the theme song. And I'll be like, I don't like it's I have like, no I don't know her. to watch the show. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't really want to watch a law show. Like, I loved my uh, what was that one with Calista Flockhart? You know. Oh, yeah. I loved know. it back in the day. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, I don't I don't and I, I can't do this. But I started watching it. He didn't tell me Rose Byrne was in it. And I was like, all you would have had to do is tell me Rose Byrne. Is oh, in it, the classic. Love her. Uh, Glenn Close is amazing. She plays this like really manipulative lawyer. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, so I'm like four episodes in. If I'm being honest, I hate every character in the show. It's like every Drag Race. Every single character. They're all horrible, but I'm addicted like none other. It is such that's, a good show. That's when you know. When you hate the characters, but you can't stop watching, they have you hooked. Yeah. Like Rose Byrne's character is just spineless completely. Mm-hmm. And Glenn Close's character is just savage in every way. And mm-hmm. like... And there are all of these plot twists and it's framed around. So the very first scene that you see in the intro of the first episode happens six months in the future. Like it's it shows you the outcome first. Mm. And it's like Rose Byrne running out of this apartment with blood all over her. Oh, gotcha. And then it says six months previous <gasps> or, you know, six months earlier or whatever that, you know, they say. Mm-hmm. And. And you're like, how's it going to get to that? Oh so I have God. to know. <gasps> you have, have to find to out. You have to keep watching. That's how they get you. have to find out. That's how they get you. It's, it is a good, it is a good time. So you, you said it was called Damages. It's called Damages. 
uh, and it's available on Netflix. Is it running anymore or is it over? No, it's done. It ran for five seasons and then it was done. Okay. Okay. So the original release was from July of 20 of 2007 to September of 2012. Okay. And and it's all on Netflix, all the seasons. It is all as far as I'm pretty sure every single season's on Netflix. I'm only in season one right now, but uh, I'm pretty sure every season is on Netflix. I mean, as soon as you said my favorite uh, thing this week is a Netflix show, I was hoping it wasn't going to be 13 Reasons Why, because apparently I'm supposed to hate it. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I have I just see it in the news and I I think we are supposed to. Yeah, I think I think the collective hive mind is that it like causes suicides or something. I don't know. I read one headline like 10 years ago, whatever. Uh But damages. Uh I'll have to check it out on Netflix. Check it out. Uh, What's your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing is something that isn't out yet. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, I need this in my life. I think I'm actually going to buy this. So, uh, first I have a question for you. Was your family, like, a big board game family at all? Not really. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my really good friends is, like, a board game fanatic, so we always played them. Okay, gotcha. But no, like, not really at home. Mm -hmm. I feel like my family, we played board games a little bit more when I was, like, younger in elementary school. Uh But we didn't play them as much as I wanted to. Like, I loved board games. Like, my parents Uh have, like, an old... Uh, I think it was probably my dad's or maybe my dad inherited it from his parents, like a like an old, like original Monopoly set that's like fucking damaged. Like it is gone through the ringer, but they're like, it has, it has the original paper money and stuff. It's crazy. Um, but one. What was your favorite? My favorite. My favorite board game. Growing yeah, up, as a kid. We stuff. played. Um, oh, God. We played Sorry a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which I liked. Was is that the one with like the the uh, dice in the little like cylinder thing that you push down? Yeah, the poppy thing in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I loved. Yeah. I I probably only liked it for the poppy thing. Um, sure, sure. And then we played Mousetrap a lot. I loved Mousetrap because you got to like build like the whole mouse like contraption thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Operation we liked a lot. It, Operation can it's like a board game, right? Even though it's oh, like yeah, not really a board. I classify that as a board game. Um. One game that I always really liked playing, but no one ever wanted to play it with me was Clue. Did you were you ever into Clue? That was one of the games we did have. <gasps> oh, and I my loved God. it. And I, it was probably my favorite. Like that's when my parents should have known that I was gay because every gay loves a murder mystery. Like, right? Sure. Um, Agatha Christie the shit out of me, you know. Literally, Agatha Mary Christie Higgins the shit out of me. Mary Clark, me, you know. Oh my God, Mary fucking Higgins Clark. <laughs> So many like like TV like like canceled TV series came out of Mary Higgins Clark books. It's so crazy. Um, like so from, many like, good the PBS late 90s. shows came out of Agatha Christie. Exactly right. Like I feel mm-hmm. like Agatha Christie is like the top shelf liquor compared to oh, Mary yeah. Higgins Clark. Right. Yeah, she was sort of. I I read. I don't think I read very many Mary Higgins Clark, so I can't comment mm-hmm. too much. But that's the impression I've always. Yeah, gotten. yeah, it's but like, still good. Obviously, it, exactly. You know, like sometimes you just need like a trash murder mystery and just go for Mary Higgins Clark. Anyways, I digress. So, um, I saw this article online today, and it's about a a Clue revival. Um, not that like Clue's like gone or whatever, but there's like a Clue version that's someone found somewhere, and they thought it was a complete fake. But then, um, I think it's USAopoly, which is the the company behind like all the board games nowadays, came out with a statement saying that it is true, and it's hashtag official Clue Golden Girls Edition 
is a thing that is <laughs> coming. Yeah. Lit- why, how, why would they need to be murdered? Aren't they dead on their own already? Well, the thing they- is, I feel like that this is the last <laughs> Horcrux in order to like actually kill um, Betty. Betty White. Um, oh Betty! Oh Betty! She'll be alive God forever. God, every time Betty White so. is trending on Twitter, everyone thinks she's dead. But she's like, "Oh, I'm still alive! Y'all can't kill me." Um, I'm just trending because of my new show. <laughs> Literally, I'm working 110. Um. So yeah. Um. There's a golden game, golden girls themed version of the classic board game Clue. Everyone's going crazy about it. Everyone thought it was fake. There was like a post on Tumblr. Um. And you obviously, if you don't know Clue, it's like you know you get to challenge people to figure out who murdered or whatever. I don't know right. if there's if I don't know if anyone's getting murdered in this one. People are speculating that it's like you have to find out who ate the last piece of cheesecake or like what they left at the scene of the crime and which room they did it in. Something like that, which is very Golden Girls. And like I wonder what the weapons are going to be or well, well, here's here's the evidence. So I have pictures of the evidence. OK, so we've got. Um, and they're all like it's like the little metal things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the hair. We have hairspray. We have oh. a robe. We have sure. lipstick, a shoe, uh-huh. a wicker chair, mm-hmm. and then Sophia's wicker purse. Oh um, my! And then, but like uh, people are are, are speculating because there's like it's just kind of a grainy picture of them, but that's what we pretty sure um that it is and the board like the board for the game has it's like in their house and it's like totally golden girls themed and it's all the rooms are there and like the layout's perfect it looks incredible and i feel like okay like blah 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 you're gay we know you like golden girls um but i don't know it's something about gold what is it with golden girls and like the gays why does it resonate with gay people so much i I've only ever seen one episode of Golden Girls. My oh my life. God, you're like not a real gay. I know. Everybody always talks about it, but I was never, it either didn't come on a channel that mm-hmm. we got or some situation. But I remember watching one episode as a kid and I really liked it. It was like, it was actually a sad episode. Oh. And I really liked it. Like they were moved, a, a building was being demolished or something. Mm. I don't recall. But um, since I've been an adult, I've seen clips. Of course, I know who all of the girls are. Yeah. Um, but I never got into it the way that most people did. Well, but I th- a themed I th- game sounds fun. Yeah. I, I. Well, what's interesting about the Golden Girls that I, I, I feel like that the Golden Girls was one of those things where like in in like the 80s or the 70s in like the gay community when you were like under like you were on everyone was on the DL because like you'd get killed if you were gay out in public or whatever I feel like that like it was one of the code words like if someone like like if if Johnny liked Golden Girls and Mary has a friend who also likes Golden Girls that was kind of like oh maybe they're both gay and they're gonna like get with like it was like the under it was like Golden Girls was the underground gay railroad for the gays in the 70s right is sure. Kind of a thing. I guess so. Sure. It, it what, definitely, an, what an analogy. I know, right? I'm I'm basically like I'm really great. Um sure. but I feel like it resonated with the older gay community, but I because obviously it was like done running by the time I was, you know, before I was even born, because I was born in '93. But I would all when I would stay home from school and we didn't have cable for the longest time, it would run on like our local access channels, all of their reruns. And so that's where I caught it. Is when every time I would like stay home from school in elementary school and I was watching Wait, TV. When did it run? It was not seventies and eighties, was it? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm probably. I need to know when this Let's show see. was on the air. Let's look it up. It started in eighty five. Oh, okay, eighty five. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe they they were older God. than I thought they were. 
to 92. It barely stopped by the time you were born. Damn. Well, why, why do I have this thing with like golden girls I, and I like mean, older days? I mean, it looks very 90s to me. That's very interesting. Huh. You I, just think that everything, you're just so I just think young, everything is you so just old. think everything that came before you was in like the 50s. <laughs> Just, you think we were all born in the fifties? I just until can't believe that. I, I just, I just imagine Golden Girls in like black and white and like color. Because no, they color were about to die. Yet. They were about to fucking die when that was being filmed. Do you think they've lived since the fucking seventy? <laughs> I mean, whatever. Thank you for being a friend. God. God. Regardless, I am. Uh, I'm gay. So obviously I am like Good, I sure. am pumped for this mm-hmm. fucking Golden Girls themed clue. And I think Is there I want to buy a release it. date or anything. There's no release date. There's a on the website, uh, slash games clue golden girls. They have it on their website, but it says coming God, soon. I just Google it. I didn't even hear that fucking that was a, <laughs> I don't tap shit in the, the coming URL soon bar. For, <laughs> for a suggested re- retail price of forty dollars for sale only in the United States and Canada. We don't know we don't have a release date. But okay. ages eight and up, two to six players. Nice. Nice. So who knows? Well, I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm ready. I can't wait to buy it and play it once and then just like put it away. <laughs> sure. And then just look at it in the closet mm-hmm. for the next. I'm gonna years. have all of like the character, um, little figures. I'll just like I'll have all their faces looking at me, instead of like actually playing the the sure. game with them. Anyways, Sounds that's like my favorite fun. thing, Golden Girls. Because why not? Well, good favorite things. Good, good favorite, favorite things. things good week. favorite things. Um, you ready for some would you rather tweets? Yes. So uh, as Joe said previously at the beginning of the podcast, um, y'all didn't fucking send us enough goddamn shit on our voicemail. I'm, I'm yelling at you, but it is our three year anniversary. So we're going to answer some would you rather questions that Joe asked for via Twitter. Yeah, we thought this be a, a nice throwback. I think our first episode ever was a would you rather. I think so. Yeah, because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. No, we had no idea. <laughs> we still don't um, know. We still don't know. Mm hmm. Uh, this one is from Queen Charlie. Would you rather be straight or have knives for fingers? Oh, God. Knives for fingers. I could be gay and have knives for fingers. What What else is there? Right? Right? I could just uh, I could cut people I didn't like. I wouldn't have to like I would always I would never have to get a butter knife. Out yeah. Because I, I would have knives attached to me. And I would there still be a, a time huge homo. in my life. I think every gay, like at some point when there is when they're young and they're mm-hmm. being, you know, super hate crimed. It would rather be straight. Oh, yeah. I, think I can like 100 percent without a doubt say like I am way past ever wanting to be straight. Like I feel I like, yeah, really like who I am. You know, yeah, I don't know. it's crazy. I like, yeah, it's crazy. I, so, I, yeah, I, I definitely agree fingers. with you. That'd be good. I could cut cheese and stuff. Mm, oh, my God. You could. Although okay. you might have a little difficulty applying that anal lube to you without. No, Some honey, I wouldn't be damages. able to feel it. Oh, that's I'd, right. I'd, I'd just pour oh, it on, no. and then I could... <laughs> and then you just die. You'd bleed out. And then i just fuck myself with my knife fingers. You know? No fingering for you, Joe. <laughs> but at least you wouldn't know it was happening. All right, we got one from Coley B. Okay. Would you rather have no hair or hair that randomly changed color every day? I mean, I'd rather. I think I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think I could pull out. I, I could. I could pull off being bald. I feel like I don't have the head for it. 
I'm going to experience that probably in like my late 30s or so. I'll go bald. Really? Is that like just the uh, baldness run in your family? Yeah, it's just that seems to be around the time it happens. And mm. so like I'm I'm prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I'll just I think I'll probably shave my head or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I would so I think I would actually rather have the different color hair every day too. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go with you on that because like why not? I, plus it would cut yeah. off. It would, it would it would cut down on um on hair dye and going to the stylist if it just automatically oh, yeah. happens to you, right? And you could like dress. You could wake up in the morning, see what color your hair is, and like dress for it. Like I yeah. think that's really cool when people like match their hair. Yeah, dress around your hair. Yeah, and like actually dyeing your hair like super damages it. Exactly. So, would, so if it's like a natural thing, that. then like you'd have yeah. luscious colored hair. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with being bald. Bald is beautiful. Bald so is beautiful. It. Sure. Would you rather? This is from Gage. Be a Genji main or a Hanzo main? Oh, can I just uninstall? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> No um, stopping you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The shade of it all, honey. No one's Ooh, stopping honey. you, honey. Oh, honey. Nothing's happening. Um, Hanzo main, because I cannot Hanzo. play Genji. And he's got that nipple. Out. <sighs> exactly right. So uh, whatever. I'd fuck Hanzo, but I don't want to f- fuck a fucking robot cyborg ninja. I fuck either. Yeah, fuck. I'd do whatever. Whatever. Do whatever. Yeah, you. You can take his Hanamura sword with that lube of yours. Sure, I don't give a shit. Whatever. <laughs> do it. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm. I'm over shit, it. Whatever. We're done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Jonathan wants to know: Would you rather be a dictator or a president? Oh, I mean dictator. A dictator like Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> aha, that's the joke. He's currently in the process of getting impeached. Um, uh, I do but, think dictator, though. <laughs> yeah, totally dictator. Because, like, exactly. Like, why would you not want to be a dictator? Why, yeah, why would I not want to be able to, like, tell people exactly what to do? So I, I want my own country, and I'm going to be a dictator, and I'm going to ban all straight people from yeah. my country. I feel like being a president is just, you're just tied up in red tape all the time. Exactly. With a dictator, you can kill anyone you want all the time and no one asks questions. Yeah. Sure. You get it done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, Completely agreed. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page Mm -hmm, all these years. mm -hmm. Uh, Feliciano asks, would you rather be turned on every single time you see a man with Justin Timberlake ramen noodle hair or every time you see a man wearing Crocs? Ooh, I'm gonna go with ramen noodle hair just because I don't see it very often. Same. That was so gonna be my reason. So so I wouldn't be turned on all the time because I see Crocs way more than I see yeah. that. I don't want to get a, a public boner, you know. Yeah, I just, exactly. You know. But I like, if like I, I do yeah. make ramen. So would I be turned on by actual ramen? Um No, I think just the hair. Feliciano, please get back to us on this. We need please get we, back we have, to us. We have questions. I'd be okay getting turned on by ramen, though. I mean, I love ramen. It's cheap. It's delicious. It's so good. Oh, my exactly. God. I Have you seen those studies that are like, this is what happens to your body if you eat ramen every day? And I read one of those after eating ramen every day for like mm-hmm. a month. I mean. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to die. We're going to die anyway. Like, whatever. Sure. You might as well Bring die with some delicious ramen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Steven's got one. I'm, this is going to be the last one. Steven wants to know, would you rather be eight feet tall or eight inches tall? What? That's the question. <sighs> I don't know. What's your answer? 
Okay, so if you're going to be eight <laughs> okay, feet tall. Break it down for me. Break it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, tall, super tall people die a lot faster than the rest of because us. Because they're like, farther away from the Earth. Common, sure, of course, of course, mm-hmm. scientist Sam. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Like, I feel like like eight inches tall, like that is like a baby. Like an, a baby, aren't they like eight inches? Um, if they're like maybe three months along and still in the womb. Uh, oh, see, I don't know how big babies are. Babies are like eight <laughs> pounds. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Babies yeah. are like eight pounds. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I would rather be eight feet tall mm-hmm. just because I feel like, like, I don't know. I just... I wouldn't want to be eight inches tall because then you would be like a pocket, a pocket gay. Yeah. You don't have no one. And literal no one, pocket gay. No one wants to be a pocket gay. I don't think, is it possible to be eight inches tall? I, mean, I would I assume you would die so. fast as like, if you're going to die fast from being tall, you're going to die from someone stepping on you. If you're exactly. Or like, tall. I'm going to get, I'm going to like inches. fall down like a grate somewhere, you know, like it's the world. Yeah. Is it, the world is way more made for someone who's eight feet tall than like eight inches tall. Sure. That's a good point. Yeah. You know? I think I would be eight feet tall. Like I, like I won't have like a, a keyboard that'll fit my tiny hands if I was eight inches tall. If I was eight feet tall, I feel like it'd be way more proportioned for the world around me compared to being eight inches tall. So I'm going to go with eight feet. I'm going to go with you. I go with eight feet too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, good questions. Good would you rather questions. Uh, there are, of course, some other ones. Maybe we'll save them for another time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but for real, thank you guys so much for sticking around for three years or as much as you've been around. Mm-hmm. Um, we still love doing this and we are happy to do this. And we do need some more questions and stuff. There'll be uh, ways you can send them to us in the outro. Yes, but, yes. Yeah, really, just thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Thanks for sticking around. Sorry I had to burp in the middle of that. Oh, honey, I was I was <laughs> tooting and booping and oh, burping. Oh, no. Oh, Ooh. no. Uh, but we will be back next week, and there'll also be a little bonus episode next week for the patrons as well. Yep, that sounds good. Thank you guys so much for three years, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Allison B. Julian S. Ben B. Eric H. Joshua L. Jazza. Kevin V. Kathleen E. Megan C. Kylon C. Vincent L. Pablo F. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show! Show.